Hey, hey, welcome to the Roof Strategist Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. You're listening to the number one resource for free roofing sales training. Tune in for new episodes every week right here or on YouTube to learn how to market yourself, generate leads, pitch like a pro, overcome objections, and close more sales. And whether you're a brand new salesperson, a seasoned pro, or an owner or sales manager growing your team, pay close attention because I have an offer you don't want to pass up. I'd like to give you my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. You'll get instant access to over 120 sales training videos organized by category that can take you from zero to hero in a heartbeat. Head on over to theroofstrategist.com right now to get my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. That's theroofstrategist.com. Now let's hop into today's episode. In this video, I'm going to be covering the best versus the worst pitches because I've been getting emails from people, Adam, take a look at my pitch. Adam, I was using the company pitch and it wasn't working. And you know what's funny? I kept breaking down what some of the best pitches, and by the way, I still learn new things. I heard a a one-liner pitch that was working really well, people using the slap formula. And by the way, anyone who's been following along, this is not a video about the slap formula. Let's get that out of the way. I'm breaking down the best pitches versus the worst pitches. And in this, to give you a little behind the scenes, this is a raw video, unscripted, as you can see, I'm drawing on a little tablet. I am on take number eight, and I decided to share a really embarrassing story. And that's where we're gonna jump into. So if you're new here, welcome. My name's Adam Benzman, The Roof Strategist. I'm about to tell you an embarrassing dating story and how it relates to pitching and selling. And everything here is designed to help you develop a personal sales strategy, to help you sell authentically with an education-based sales process that guides your customer to choosing you. And that's what I'm all about. So welcome to a raw video, uncut, unedited, unadultered, starting off with a weird dating story. Ready? Let's begin. So best versus worst pitches. I want to get one thing out of the way. So I'm filming this. This is like take eight. All right. And I'm thinking to myself, as I've said before, sales is like dating. Okay. And I've heard that a lot of people say this marketing is like Denise. This is a lot, especially like the digital marketing world. People say it's like dating. Well, here's why. So what do we do when we're dating people? First thing we're going to do is we're going to have a, you know, even before that, you're going to chat, right? Unless it's a blind date. So you're chatting with them, maybe online. Then you're going to have your, your first date. This is that awkward thing and you meet and it's like, do I hug? Do I not hug? And, and then you're at the date. And then what do you do on the date? You do what? You, you, you jump right into small talk because you are looking for common ground. You're trying to find, all right, let's have some small talk. Let's see where we connect, where we don't connect. And that's really where it's going to start to make or break. It clicks or it doesn't, right? That's what everyone says. We clicked, we didn't click. So you're having small talk. Then things progress. You're having fun. And then you start seeing each other. Has anyone else heard this? We're seeing each other. Now, does this mean you're dating? No, it's like you're kind of hooking up. or Maybe you're starting to think about hooking up and like you're going out and seeing each other a little bit more frequently but you're seeing each other. And this is like the loose thing, like it's still okay if you're messaging other people. And then now we, we get exclusive, so we're gonna start dating, okay? And this is when your boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever, whatever it is, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, I don't care what you are, you're seeing someone exclusively. That's the big idea, so now you're dating. Then after dating, what's the big next move? You do what? You meet the parents. Remember that feeling? So you're, you're dating and then all of a sudden it's time to meet the parents. And this is where you're like, you're shaking in your shoes because oh my gosh, we're meeting the parents. Gosh, by, by the way, 
Funny story for another time, the, uh, when I met my, my, my stepfather for the very first time. Boy, do we have a good time. So anyway, you meet the parents, then you get engaged, and, and then you're planning the wedding and everything's happening, and then, and then you get married. So we have all these steps. We don't go to marriage, we don't go to the first date, we don't go to seeing each other. Everything happens like in order, right? So now I'm gonna tell you a story of an embarrassing first date. So here's how it goes. I can't believe I'm sharing this to YouTube. All right, um, in the podcast. I'm living in New Mexico at the time, my early 20s. I just finished my massage therapy program, which is what led me <laughs> to roofing, so I was broke. And all my friends had left. So my buddy who I was living with, his name was Alex, and he goes, Adam, you gotta get on online dating. And I'm sitting here thinking like, dude, no way, uh-uh. Finally pulls my leg enough to do it, and I get on there, and I meet this really rad chick. And she's a firefighter and outdoorsy, so we're chatting online. And then, you know, we start talking like, let's go on a date. So we, we line up this first date. And I, I call her up, or excuse me, no, I didn't even call her, it was over text. And I said, what do you wanna do? She goes, well, why don't you just pick me up at my place and we'll figure it out. So I'm like, all right, that's weird. Red flag number one. I met online and she wants me to pick her up at her house. Well, I knew I wasn't a serial killer, so I was okay with this as long as she was. So I, I, I drive out there and I had her number and I called her for the first time because I got lost. And she picked up, I found out she lives with her parents. I'm like, oh no, red flag number two. And I'm like, you know what? I've been broke before. I know what it's like to have to move in with the family. It is what it is. I'll look past it. So I get to her house. I'm dressed up for a night in the town. I get out of my truck and there she, she walks out of the house and I go and you know that awkward first date like hug thing and, and, and then I'm like, hey, you know, what do you wanna do? And I'm dressed up for this night in town. She goes, you know what? Why don't you come on in and meet my family and we'll decorate the Christmas tree together? Yeah, true story. You wanna know how I felt? This right here, this is how I felt, okay? I was horrified and scared. This was me on our first date. Why? Because this gal, we went from chatting, we skipped the first date, we skipped the small talk, we skipped seeing each other. I didn't even get to give her a kiss before all of a sudden I'm meeting her parents. We skipped the steps. I felt horrified. You know what happened on that date? I left 15 minutes later, all right? <laughs> True story. I said, hey, this isn't gonna work out. And I asked to talk. So then she pulls me to the corner of the room, the entire family's in there. So then I said, you know, maybe outside. And then I said, this just isn't for me. And I left. So why am I sharing this truly embarrassing story in the first part of the video about the best versus worst pitches? The story is to earn someone's business, it's almost like getting married, all right? Or at least getting engaged. Asking, you know, like you get engaged, you gotta drop on the knee and do the whole thing, asking for the business. So married is really the sale. So we have to go from that first chat to a first date to developing these steps in order to get to married. Now, now that we see this overlay, I wanna lay out some common pitches to you that I keep hearing. And they all go something like this. By the way, this is the worst pitches. Hey, my name's Adam, I'm with so-and-so roofing company and we've been in business for 15 years. We're BBB accredited. And by the way, we're serving folks in the uh, Lexington town uh, and we are here today to offer you a free inspection because due to the recent severe storms, many homes have been damaged. We are insurance restoration experts and what we're gonna do is offer you a free inspection and should your roof uh, get approved, we're gonna go ahead and meet with your insurance company. We're gonna handle everything for you and then all we need you to do is document, just sign this document. It means we'll take care of it and uh, we'll get your roof set up and all you owe is your deductible. Uh, how, how, how is now for a free inspection? Okay, so I've seen them that bad. It's cringy. So we are telling the process, we're skipping the chat and going to contingency deal inspection. What? You're a stranger and you want to get up on my roof and I've been talking to you. Actually, I'm not talking. You've been talking at me. So the worst pitches are like dating. So remember, example, 
you walk up to a gal at the bar, find a very attractive lady and you're like, you know, I want to chat with her. So you maybe buy her a drink or you buy her a meal, whatever it is you do. You don't go up to her and say, hey, you know what? Here's a drink. Let's go home. And then tomorrow morning, let's have breakfast with your family. Okay. Cringy, truly cringy. And this is what happens with these pitches. We're skipping all these steps. So I want to go through this in, 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 in an order to give you kind of a highlight into these worst pitches. So now we've got, oops, come on now, work. There we go. Uh, our best versus worst pitches. We're going to put best here on the right and worst on the left. Oh man, you're mirrored. Whatever, whichever direction that is. So let's talk about this for a minute. Worst pitches do what? Funny enough, first thing is they pitch. Okay. Best pitches do what? They start a conversation. And yes, I know I teach the slap formula. That's not for today's video. Start a convo. Okay. Now, Worst pitches go in for a sale. Our whole idea isn't a to, to pitch. It's to have a hook to start that conversation. So the worst pitches are a pitch, they are forceful, and they are too long, and they are too aggressive, and they are too fast. Okay? I'm just actually going to change it to too much. So word vomit. This is the worst. Best one, start a conversation. Okay? They then find out if I can help. Right? That's the big idea. Can I help or not? Then what we're going to do is offer a solution. It's very simple. And this is, by the way, not the full solution. We are talking about the beginning of a solution, like the inspection, right? Or getting up on the roof or talking them through the process. Speaking of inspection, we're going to touch on that next. So again, best one, start a conversation, find out if you can help offer a solution, a solution that's easy to say yes to. We're educating them on the process. We're not skipping any steps. The worst ones like dating, we're going to go pitch that's too forceful, too long, uh, too aggressive, or giving too much too soon. All right. So again, just like dating, start the conversation, have the chit chat. So now I want to talk about this whole inspection thing. This seems to be like the biggest thing that people, that, that I hear a lot of, and it's common. It's no one's fault. I'm not throwing anyone under the bus. I'm just saying, I think it's a dated way of doing things. So we're going to talk about what I call the, the, the offer. Okay. So what are we there to offer? We're offering help, right? So if I'm offering help, what do most people do? They're doing what I'm going to call is my opinion, the wrong thing by offering an inspection. And before you flip your lid at me, hear me out. Okay. So they're offering this inspection. Now I want to ask you this. Does everybody want an inspection? No. Does everybody need an inspection? Probably, but do they want one? No. Do they know they need one? No. So here's how it works. Here's your pretty little homeowner. Okay. Here they are. And she's got beautiful flowing hair and a nice smile. Okay. There it is. So there's, there's your, there's your homeowner. When you knock on her door, you have no idea where they are in this process, storm retail or whatever it is. So let's say it's retail. We don't want to knock and offer them a roof. We want to start the conversation, find out when the last time the roof has been inspected and routine maintenance has been conducted. Pretty simple. Okay. We're not going to offer the inspection right away. I'm here to do offering free inspections. We don't open with that. You don't open in someone's house saying, I just showed up at your house, your castle, your protected place where all of your belongings, your things, and the people you love are inside. You don't know me, but I would love to jump up on top of your roof. What? Crazy talk, right? So we're going to start that conversation next. They don't know they need an inspection yet. So let's go through this. Okay. There's four different kind of places they can be. Should it be an insurance claim? First is no claim. Meaning they haven't filed a claim yet. Do they need an inspection? Yes. And they're thinking to themselves again, either, um, oops, hold on. That's not a smiley face. 
They're thinking, all right, I need help. Show me how bad it is. Okay, there was a storm that came through. Or they're thinking, what are you talking about? What damage, right? So they either want help or they're like really curious. Okay, pretty simple. There's two things and then we can offer the inspection. Now, what happens if they have had a partial payment? So the insurance has been out and now they're at this point that it's like, hey, the insurance has been out and they're paying for a few shingles. We're good, it's just a small repair. Or they're like, I am furious. My insurance company's only paying for three shingles and that neighbor got a roof and that neighbor. And then, all right, so now they're either really okay and they're like, all right, that's fine. Or they're super mad. So at this point, if they're okay, they don't need an inspection. They don't, what they need to do is be convinced that they need an inspection. When I say convinced, I don't mean forceful, aggressive, or manipulative. I mean, they need, you need to establish the need. Hey, Mr. Homeowner, listen, I understand the insurance only paid for a couple of shingles. And I hope that's the case. I hope that there's not much up there. Now, what I have seen happen in the past is multiple homeowners I've helped that originally had just a few repairs turned into a full replacement. And it wasn't ill will from the insurance company. It was changes in weather, you know, more time passes, hail damage or wind damage is more evident. Even just a second opinion might not have been addressed properly the first time. But while I'm here, do you have any objection if I hop up there? I'll take some photos and videos. I'll show you what I find. And best case, you're in a great spot. All good, do those tiny repairs. Worst case, we can discuss options. I'll show you the photos, you be the judge. Do you have any objection if I hop up right now for a quick inspection? Okay, so you see how I had to first establish the need. I can't go in offering this inspection. That's why I think offering these inspections is silly because if you offered it and you didn't take that extra step, you're gonna get quickly rejected. No, we're fine, we're good, the insurance has been out. Well, you need to establish the need first. That's why I don't offer an inspection right away and I teach that slap formula to start the conversation and find out where they're at. Now, next, denial. Okay, if there's been a denial, it's gonna be the same thing. Oh, insurance was out, we're okay, you know, we're fine. They said we have no damage. Or they're like, my insurance company stiffed me up and paying my premiums for 15 years and seven neighbors are getting a new roof, right? Um, I don't know where that accent came from, but it's there. So if they've been denied, there's those two things. So again, if this person was denied, we're good, and you're offering an inspection like we've already been inspected. They don't need it again. That's why the best pitch starts a conversation and doesn't even pitch. We find out what they need. Now this person, it's gonna go be easy. We can go in and offer the inspection next. And then the next one is they have a check in hand, all right? And here's the, here, this is fun, I love this one. They're always saying, give me an estimate, right? Gosh, I can't even write today. They wanna see an estimate. That's all they want. And if you show up, you say, hey, I'm here to offer you an inspection. Like, I don't want an inspection, I just want an estimate. And I know we're gonna break through that. You don't need an estimate, that's the objection. We're gonna cover that. That's not for the topic of this video. But my point is if you show up, I just wanna show you this. So we're gonna make this in red. I'm gonna show you how many different scenarios do not work by offering a free inspection at the door. So uh, this one, I have no idea what you're talking about. If they had a partial payment and they're satisfied with the insurance company, and if they had a denial and this. So out of, uh, what is that, seven scenarios, we have four. More than 50% of the scenarios that you may encounter don't need an inspection. Now, of the other ones, they may need some convincing to need an inspection or want an inspection. So my point is, if you are leading the pitch off with this inspection idea, you are setting yourself up for failure straight out of the gate. That, my friends, is why, and I told you I wasn't gonna cover this, so I am not. Why I teach the SLAP formula. Say hi and break the ice. Hey, my name's Adam. Beautiful rose garden, by the way. Let them know why you're there. Hey, reason I'm stopping by is I just left Peggy's house uh, chatting with her about her roof from that recent storm, or if it's retail. Uh, she just chose us to do the roof due to the age of her roof and it was needing a replacement. And the reason I'm stopping by today is I noticed her roof's about the same age, okay? Ask an open-ended question. While I was in the neighborhood, I just want to stop by and ask, how has the process been for you? 
Where are you at in the process, right? Any of these conversation starters or the open-ended question, uh, when was the last time you had your roof inspected and routine maintenance conducted? So this right here, this beginning, this is our conversation starter when I said on the best pitches. Now, you can use your own format, form, words, whatever it is. My point is you show up with a reason to be there and you start a conversation. You don't even think about pitching. And you ask yourself, I'm here to start a conversation, find out if I can help and then offer my assistance. Then after they respond here, okay, this is your response, now we know, and this is great, doesn't even matter what they say, we can then P, which is present to their answer. And when we do present to their answer, we can then, looking back at that previous image, which I've already erased, is going to allow you to establish the need for your services and the inspection. So there, my friends, is a breakdown of the best versus worst pitches. And I hope you see now very clearly that sales is just like dating. You cannot start from conversation to getting married, conversation to sleeping together. You have to go through the steps in order before meeting the parents, unlike the horrible first date that I had. So next time you approach a door, you have a reason to be there. Start a conversation, find out if you can help, and then offer your solution, custom prescribed to their need, like selling like a doctor. Your homeowner could have seven different prescriptions. You're not just gonna write a prescription and toss it at them like a little paper airplane, hoping it might stick. You're not gonna write a prescription for eczema if they've got other needs for antibiotics. Sorry, I'll leave it at that. That's the fun part of doing this stuff on the fly. Thanks for joining me for this video today. I'm learning the breakdown of the best pitches versus the worst. Best, feel like a human interaction. Guide you to your answer and helping your homeowners guide you there and guiding themselves there. Worst pitches, they sell things. They're forceful, they're aggressive, and they offer an inspection when more than 50% of people won't even need it nor want it. That is all for this video. If you want more videos on acing your pitch, hop into this playlist right here. And if you want my free Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Library sent to your inbox, click right here. And I will see you on the next one. Hey, thanks again for joining me on this episode of the Roof Strategist Podcast. If you are out on a roof or driving around in your truck, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes, including links to all my products and services, or to download your free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library. And remember, all of my content is built around one simple principle. You ask, I answer. So what would you like me to cover in an upcoming episode? Email me personally, Adam at roofstrategist.com. That's Adam at roofstrategist.com. Don't forget to subscribe and write a review for the podcast, and I'll see you next time.